Hey everyone, welcome to 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, fixing, modding, breaking, reviewing, and playing podcast. Uh, unfortunately, for the first time in nearly 400 episodes, seven and a half years of doing this podcast, Steve and I were not able to get together to record a new episode to publish on a Monday. Um, I've been sick. I caught a cold that has knocked me on my ass hard for almost a week, and I just didn't think it was fair to expose Steve to that. He's got his own life, he's got work, he's got a family, he doesn't need to be sick. So I told him to stay home, and I would put together a best of clip show. So that's exactly what this is going to be. I went back through the archives to the very edge of when we started to flirt around with using video, doing a YouTube version of the podcast. So some of these are video, some of them, uh, you just hear the audio and you see a screen grab of what we're talking about. Um, this is from like the 2017, 2018 kind of range of dates. There's some fun ones in there. Um, I had a lot of fun going back and listening to them. I think you'll like them too. A lot of those older episodes, they don't have thousands of views on them. They have a couple hundred. So I think it'll be fun to, you know, pull up these old clips and people can hear, see maybe some of the ads that were somewhat legendary <laughs> back when we did them for, you know, our dedicated podcast audience. Anyways, thanks for watching. Uh, have fun reliving these memories and stay grounded. Uh, Steve, I have a question. Yeah. Oh, uh, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I, so this guitar is covered in tiles. Um, and just, it looks like about 10 pounds of grout. Yeah. It's a, it's a mosaic or mortar. Guitar. Do you use grout or mortar between tiles? I don't know. Grout, right? Grout, Mortars yeah. in between bricks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, among the, um, the, uh, mosaic phrases on here are, uh, F me. It's a longer word than just the first letter yeah. F. Um, sex, free speech, and porn star. Well, it doesn't say star. It's a picture of a star. Yeah, porn. So porn and then picture of a star. star. You know what? I actually looked at this for like five minutes trying to figure out what was going on there. I was like, why does this just say porn on it? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it says it's got an autograph on it. And I keep the autograph to... is underneath free speech. Yeah, it just says something. It says like Lucy. Signed 2004. Robert. Robert something. I can't tell, man. It's some sort of, you know. It's whoever did the art on this um, at best. Some kind of folk artist. Yeah, this uh, the headstock says Fender on it, but this is not a Fender-shaped head headstock. There no, are it's not. five visible tuning keys. And they're all pointing different directions. You got hillbilly teeth going on these tuning hillbilly keys. Teeth. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I, just, I actually kind of like the treatment of the, the Fender logo here in the tile. Yeah, that's not the worst. I feel like if someone did an art piece that was meant to be representation of a guitar made out of tile, sure, that would be charming and passable. That's fair. Uh, but because it's on an actual guitar... It is disfiguring and horrendous and frightening. Right, right. This and upsetting is, in a lot of ways. This is being sold as Fender guitar. I, you know, I don't know. It's a piece of art, I guess. Look at the bridge saddles. Like, that kind of tells you what kind of guitar this was. This is some sort of cheap, like, Johnson or something like that. Yeah. I've been trying to actually get a good look. Those, yeah, I'm pretty sure those are just cheap. It could have been a Rogue. 
Oh, the headstock kind of does remind me of Rogue. It could have been a Rogue. Um, it's only got one string. Yeah. I mean, but it does have a string. It is playable with that one that string. That string, I, I can't tell where it's going. What pickups are in this? They're nice and I aged yellow. I don't care. What if those are nice vintage pickups oh, in this guitar yeah. for 50 bucks? Would you pay $50 just to get the pick guard? <laughs> Hell no. And the pickups? No, I wouldn't touch this. this thing. <laughs> You'd have to pay me. Ten dollars to take this thing. I'd wear gloves. <laughs> it looks really dangerous and sharp and heavy. Like I said, a lot of grout on this. Um, I'm most entertained by just the free floating uh, sex. Sex is just floating out there. Sex. And following my rules of guitar art, yeah, uh, this thing doesn't pass as a player because the text only reads when the guitar is sitting in a stand. Mm. It's, the text is sideways if you're holding it, playing it, meaning this is not a playing guitar. Porn stars upside down when you're playing. Yeah. So it's, well, it's so you can remind yourself. If you're a porn star, you're going to be upside down sometimes. Hey, there we go. <laughs> if you're watching the video, you get to see how Steve reacts to me all the time. <laughs> all right, let's move on to our next topic. Ryan, I got one question for you. Yep. If... Uh, you found a lamp and you rubbed it and there was a genie inside. Uh-huh. What do you uh, mean if? How many how many wishes do you get from that genie? You get three wishes, three. Steve. So if you go to wish.com and you rub the website and you ask for a guitar. <laughs> you rub the website. How many necks do you get on that guitar, right? You get three necks. You get three necks on a wish guitar. Oh my gosh. This is from a company called Psy, TSAI. I've actually heard of these before. Have you ever heard of like you know, like in the whole like Aladdin and the lamp and the genie story of after you make the wish, the genie charges you $280 for the wish. Because <laughs> uh, that's what this guitar costs. How many dollars is that per neck, by the way? Uh, that is... Oh, it's two ninety. Oh, it's two ninety. dollars That's okay. easier to divide uh, by three. No, it's not. It's oh, the same it's amount the of two, hard. Because this is the 200 part. Yeah, uh, yeah. This guitar has... Uh, ninety is ninety six dollars and sixty seven cents per neck. That's pretty cheap per neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. And it actually kind of puts it more in the realm of reality than I expected it to. If that makes sense, because I wouldn't be surprised to see like a seventy five dollar guitar on Wish dot com. Here's what I don't understand about this. Lay it on me, man. The picture says this is a Psy, made by a company called Psy, T-S-A-I. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the description says GE electric guitar, S-Y-N-E-003, uh, three necks, basswood, uh, or basswood body guitar, music instrument, ES. But if you zoom in on the picture, it says Ibanez. the head socks all say Ibanez. Oh, yeah, they say Ibanez uh, for Those sure. necks are um, hardtail 12-string, hardtail 6-string, and Floyd Rose six string right there in the middle. You got that Floyd in the middle. Each right one is a HSH pickup configuration. This is one of the few guitars where you actually need that monkey grip because this thing is going to weigh a ton. Um, here's something I'm confused about. Lay it on me. You got a pickup selector switch for the uh, lower guitar and a pickup selector switch for what looks like the upper guitar. How do you select pickups for the middle guitar? Good question, Steve. <laughs> I would be Really surprised, honestly, if any of these guitars function. <laughs> uh, welcome to Geek House. Features made from qualified material. It has long service life and good performance. Exquisite workmanship. Make it, uh, make it fit for all the accessories perfectly. Three-next design is very special and cool enough. 
nickel alloy string <laughs> to come with a nice sound. Great for stage performance. Suitable for anyone interested in starting the guitar. Like what? I, no, wait. What? It's for starting so you have all of your options right away. I mean, when I started playing guitar, it was on a double neck, but a triple neck? Yeah. One of wonderful gifts for your loved one interested in playing no, guitar. No, uh, This guitar has 18 strings. Yeah. But no. 24... So here's hold what on, here's what on, I want. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's got 18 strings. So why are they adding up all of the strings but not all the frets? Because it says it only has 24 frets, but really it has more than it 18 has, strings. It has, it has 72. Tw- it has 24 strings, Steve. Oh, that's right. It's a 12 string. So it's got 24 strings. If you add them all together, it's got 24 strings. It's got 72 frets. This is almost a harp. Are harps a stringed instrument? Hold on. Are harps a stringed instrument? Oh, God. Because you don't play them with a bow. Oh, come on. Harps are plucked. Harps are a plucked stringed instrument. But but I heard guitars aren't a stringed instrument. Somebody somebody told me that. They're a plucked stringed instrument. Or strummed. You could bow a guitar, though. Oh, yeah. God. I don't want to have this conversation. Does Sigur Rose play uh, st- guitars as a string instrument? But I don't. Besides uh, there being a joke, is there e- any reason to have a triple neck guitar? Um, cheap trick cover band. Yeah, but they don't, that's a joke for them. Rick Nielsen doesn't use all those necks. He can't even reach half of them. <laughs> that's like an eight neck guitar or whatever, or seven um, neck. I don't know. Sometimes, uh, I don't, yeah, there's no reason. The thing that's a trip to me, because like wish.com, there's an app for it and you can go to the website, all sorts of crazy stuff like this for really dirt cheap. Yeah. Like what is the, do they have a factory where they can put this stuff together? And if they make a dozen of them and they sell, they're cutting a profit on a, on $290. Probably. It just seems so far fetched. But like I said, like you wouldn't be surprised if you saw seventy five dollar just like Strat knockoff right on Wish. They're just taking three of those and putting them together. Exactly, exactly. It's just a lot of glue. There's a lot. <laughs> well, they're they're only having to cut one body versus three. So imagine the savings. Yeah. <laughs> no. You do need a larger router. You, um, no, the router can be the same size. You just need a larger larger piece of wood to start with. This whole thing is ridiculous. For $290, I'm almost tempted to buy it. I wonder what shipping is on it, though. They probably hit you with the shipping. You would only need 290,000 plays on YouTube to break even on that purchase. Oh, God. <laughs> it would make it make us legendary, though. <laughs> they did it. Although that there was that video that was made a while back of the guy who ordered the 18-string guitar. Oh, yeah. This has more strings than that, by the way. Mm, 24 good strings. Good point. Good point. Uh, he ordered that 18-string guitar, and the guy that he ordered it from just had like some factory in China make it for him. And apparently they make them for all sorts of people. And it was like a big yeah, scam. They, you could probably find that guitar on Wish.com. You probably can. Uh, but the video of that thing is an alien sliver truth. Dot org. What? That's all our sponsors for today. That is all of our sponsors for today. This next ad was sent to us by Nick Lancaster. It's on my sheet. I don't know why I'm acting like it's not. This is a rare electric guitar. It's so rare that it's being sold for $200. Rare slash collector's edition J. Terser Shark. Hollywood Guitars model JT Shark. Scalloped fingerboard inlays. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, They're just talking about the shape of the inlays. No, the, I know. The, I know. The guitar's not scalloped. Uh, two single coil pickups. 
super nice, ready to play. Two hundred dollars OBO. By two single really coils, dirty. they mean there's a humbucker. Uh, that reminds me of the time I went to Guitar Center and was trying to buy a uh, a Seymour Duncan humbucker from the the counter, and I was like, I want to buy this humbucker over here, this humbucker pickup. And the guy behind the counter was like, We don't sell humbucker pickups; we only sell singles and doubles. <laughs> I hate to say it, but this actually might be a good price for this guitar. It might be fine. What do they usually go for? Uh, I'm seeing prices. Uh, the lowest I'm seeing is like two fifty. Oh, one ninety two. But I don't know if that's a J Terser. There's a couple different like, shark guitars so out the there. So the thing, the thing with the shark guitar is, the shark guitar is just a generic. J Terser is the only company that happened to throw on like the headstock that looks like a fin. Yeah. Everyone else just has like a general uh, heads. Oh, I guess like this generic Ollie guitars. Ooh, and this one has a Floyd Rose. Floyd freaking Rose, man. It's like a weird like import novelty guitar thing. You see yeah. them all over the place all the time. Everyone who has one is trying to sell it, thinks it's special. They probably like won it at a fair or they bought it while they, from a pawn shop while they were drunk or something like that. Maybe they play fine. I just always thought they looked stupid. Like, well, they do look stupid. The, bo- the bottom fin, the dorsal fin on the shark looks terrible. That is an awful fin. Whoever drew this out in the first place does not know sharks. Not the way I do. How well do you know sharks, Ryan? I know sharks kind of okay. You don't think sharks look like that? It's got teeth. Sharks got teeth. But the fin, look at the shape of its fin. No shark has a fin that looks like that unless it's some know, sort man. of that freaky. Shark, that shark bite with those teeth, yeah. Some sort of freaky bottom of the Mariana Trench sort of shark might have a fin like that. But that's not a normal shark fin. If you're building a shark guitar, you want a normal shark fin. And all they had to do. Well, they got to modify that like, fin so you can cut put it, it on your a little lap. different. No, they don't. You don't have to have a shark guitar on your lap. Pretend it's like a flying V. It doesn't need to be comfortable. This is a novelty guitar. Also, don't All like. Right. I also don't like the face on this shark, where it looks like, huh? Why is that looking backwards? Like, oh, because it's looking at the person playing it. Like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, you playing me like a guitar? But I'm a shark. <laughs> All of a sudden, have you seen the the memes? It looks very uncertain about the whole it's thing. Like people, it's like they've taken like John Mayer and all these different dudes, and they've taken they out put the, the slugs. Put a slug. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that made me think of when you're like, <laughs> the sharks just looking back there, like, hey, hey, how's hey, it? What, what are you doing? Hey. What are you doing back there? Hey. <laughs> What's going on? The shark looks very uncertain and very uncomfortable with the whole situation. It was like, I think if you wanted to do a shark guitar, you'd want to make it look kind of badass, right? Yeah. This shark does not look badass. Well, I don't know. This shark looks sad ass. <laughs> That's one sad ass shark. Oh my god! I, you know what? I, I kind of feel like I should get one of these and and burn it, carve it up a little bit, and repaint it to the way I think this shark deserves to look. You should just get a big body. Or I should blank Photoshop. And cut I'll, it. I'll just Photoshop it. Photoshop it. Maybe I'll do a photoshopping video right. of one of these guitars. Friggin' two hundred bucks, unless you're in a shark themed band. I'm going to say... What if you're in Great White? Bye-bye instead of bye-bye. Mm. All right. This is a bye-bye, not a bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Steve's like, can we move on, please? Ready to do some housekeeping? Okay, yeah, let's do some housekeeping. Do some housekeeping right now. I did um, make a mess over here of this. This first topic was sent by Emily Harris. Um, this is a product called The Mirror from a company called Midi Plus. Um, I will preface this by saying I'm going to do my best to read the ad copy for this um yeah i want you to read it straight face 
uh, their uh, their copy on their website. Uh, it's a little it's a little uh, lost in translation. It's definitely sure. gone through a Google Translate. So, so um, I say I'm going to try to go through it without commentary, um, particularly like on the grammar, just because it, this is a this is a it has been translated a Chinese company, so um, a Taiwanese company. So anyway, here we go. Oh, hold on! I need to turn the brightness up on my phone. If I can figure out how to do that, I need to find this product. There we on go. My phone. Uh, this is called the Mirror Audio Interface. Mirror is a member of MIDI Plus Fancy Series products. Actually, if I can figure it out, I'm gonna like translate this to okay. proper English. Okay, if you want to. With the growing demands of audio quality, audio interface is no longer a formidable device. Product characteristics become more important, and that leads us to observe the industry and market over again. It is already a trend to show ourselves online at at home at a home studio. So we decided to design an audio interface specifically for females. Um, we hope it reveals more elegance and charm. This is Mirror. Discard the common thinking flow. Through a female perspective and taste, we attempted to integrate Mirror Light into this product. But the research of cosmetics, luxuries, jewelry, color sets, visuals, textures, and female ergonomics, we endure it calm, mysterious, and grace. It's just like a black diamond treasure box. Polished, glossy cover and frosted metal body gives a first impression. Once opened, we hope to bring a bigger surprise. So we created a series of formal and exciting sense of ritual for operating experience. Gently open the cover, the moment of launching the mirror light. Twirl the colorful eyeshadow shaped knobs. Glance at the equalizer LED. Enjoy the waves of sweet interaction. Mirror supports Android, Android and iOS phones, PC and Mac, pads, and can be connected to monitor, headphone, mics, electric guitar, almost any pro and entertainment conditions. Look at the beauty one in the mirror. Plug, sing, and play. Oh man, where do we start with this? This product. Uh, well, my first thought was... Uh, these humans and they're females. Oh my god! Why are they clothed? <laughs> oh, it's so hideous. This is a good impression of a uh, Ferengi. Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Been, uh, <laughs> been listening to Treks in the City. A, n- a new Trek podcast, Steve. <laughs> yeah. You are deep into a new Trek podcast. Yeah. I didn't even it's know there was a new Trek podcast. Star Trek: The Next Generation podcast. I've I've stopped listening to the Greatest Generation since they got into DS9. I just can't hang with DS9. Oh, I'm watching. I've been, I just uh, I actually started watching DS9 like maybe a couple years ago. So I'm still working through it. Maybe like a year ago. Still working I through. I can't hang with it. I just don't like it. They don't go anywhere. I mean, they go places sometimes. They go places more once you get they into like... They go places like I go to the store. Once, like, you, once you get into like season three or four... Can we stop talking about this? Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. Like they go to places like you go to the store. I would yeah. say like they go on places like you go on vacation. Yeah. Like sometimes they go to places for a few days. So anyways, this recording interface looks just like a makeup compact yeah and the knobs on it are like the flat round style knobs with a little bit of a bump on the edge so you can like twirl it around and they look like they are these they're size. like they're like pink purple yeah, they're all colored. various tans they're colored to look like makeup and did you show this to your wife at i all? did and she like 
she couldn't like figure it out and thought that the reason she couldn't figure it out was because she didn't understand what the piece of equipment was for. And I was right. like, listen, it's just a piece of recording equipment. Is it appealing to you in any way that it looks like a makeup compact? And she was just like baffled by it. Yeah. Um, yeah that's fair. I mean, it looks like a fine interface as far as its technical specs go for casual recording into your computer, laptop, you know, smart device, whatever. Um, it looks like the correct size. It looks like it's got various plugs and controls and whatnot. But I just cannot wrap my head around the flip-out mirror with the LED and the novel. I can almost get behind the novelty and be like, you know, if someone wants this, if they'd ra- if they want this look on their desk instead of, you know, like a regular kind of like right. nerdy looking, you know, uh, interface box that would sit on their computer. They want something that looks kind of decorative and looks kind of like it would, you know, fit their fit their style. Like there's every tons of people use makeup. Lots of dudes use makeup for various different reasons. Like it's not that huge of a deal. I think there I think there is a market for this, and I'll get to that in a second. Do we know uh, the price on this? There's no price. It actually just got released. Okay. So Maybe I think I it's more of like a promo. Um, my, I, I do have a thought on this. It's in the form of a poem. It goes Here like this. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be Poetry Night with Steve. It yeah. says, uh, my, my poem is, Mirror in the interface. Please talk free. The door is locked. Just you and me. Can I take you to a restaurant that's got glass tables? You can watch yourself while we're recording. I like it, Steve. Did yeah. you just write that all by yourself? I, I did. I did. I like it. It's got it's got a nice uh, the the beat was nice. I thought it, in the copy they, they that they say that this is designed for a woman, right? Designed for a woman I've, by men. I've we don't know if it was designed by men. That's something else my wife asked. But she's like, "Is was this designed by a woman?" I was like, "I have no idea." But I've never operated my home recording interfaces right with my dick like not once like i don't think my interface is gendered at all like do we need to have gendered interfaces like it's one thing to make an interface that looks more sleek and looks uh more decorative on your desktop or in your recording space you can fold it down and people won't know that it's some sort of nerdy piece of gear i guess does it matter what genitals we have when we're using an inter- recording interface? Well, it's like, so all of the color choices here, first of all, like, if you want to do this, you simplify it, like, why do you need a mirror? You don't. If you want it to have a lid, I guess you can have a lid. Yeah. It's a mirror with, I can see the functionality of, like, the LED, I like guess. One, so of you those, can, one of the knobs on the top, one of the big knobs is to adjust the brightness of the LED yeah. on the mirror. Yeah. Instead of putting another audio controlling interface there it's a controls the light on the mirror right well this is basically like a two channel interface it's got an xlr input and it's got an instrument input so it's just your basic interface yeah but it's put into like a makeup type box like a uh not a compact it but like looks, a makeup box it kind of looks too big for the functions that it has it is too big for the functions that it has I'm gonna. I'm just gonna come out and, and say it, Steve. I think that this is a bye bye and not a bye bye. You mean it's a bye bye? It's a bye 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 bye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bye 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 bye. It is not a bye bye bye. It's a 
Bye bye. Yeah, no, it's awful. Were you looking for the spire that's not uh, down here? No, I wasn't. But I was talking about the spire. So I was, I was, uh, I, I feel like this thing is probably about the same size as the spire with like half the functionality. It kind of looks bigger to me. Um, I showed this to one of my coworkers who actually cr openly cringed at the line, um, which we, you know, we kind of poked. Well, you didn't read it. There's a line at the bottom that says "perfect for operating with your vagina." That's not true. Uh, no, uh, one, one of my coworkers uh, cringed at, we decided to design an audio interface specifically for females. Yeah. And she goes, I was waiting for it to just say females, like, instead of women. Right. Like, even if you, like, it's already an awful product, but when you say, like, females, it's like, what is this? So It makes it grosser somehow. And that's... I mean, it's technically correct. And then I don't even like, think ugh. that that's a... Um, you hear the Ferengi. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I don't think that that is something, well, you know, that's a, that's something where you can say like, oh, well, you know, it's lost in translation or whatever. But, but that's a thing that you see in even in American like descriptions where it's like it's females, like it's like it's just re reduction to just a biological state. Right. And it feel, I think some people use it because they feel like it is more technically accurate. So it can't be problematic versus calling them ladies yeah. and like raising your eyebrows. Yeah. Well, that's why, that's what I told her. I was like, well, at least it didn't say designed specifically for ladies. ladies. Uh, they could have said for women or they could have said for people who enjoy makeup. <laughs> well, so like one of the things we talked about is that, yeah, it's, it could be for like people who enjoy makeup, but really like even adult women generally don't have this sort of thing. Like this is a thing that's more of like a, a young women or like a teenager thing, like girls yeah. who think makeup is fun kind of a thing. It's like, you're and, not going to like with the, the mere part of it is a novelty. I get it, but it, it's like, you're not going to sit there and do your makeup in a provided mirror attached to your recording interface while you're working on your mix. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. Um, uh, and also like if you are using this to work on your mix the whole time, you're just going to be looking in the mirror like this, like, I'm kind of surprised they didn't complete the gimmick and actually and actually provide like makeup with it. Maybe you can write to him like branded it. makeup uh, that just goes with it as like a throw-in promotional thing. Um, another thing, like my first impression when I saw it and was trying to make heads or tails of what I was looking at, I assumed it wasn't a mirror. I assumed it was a monitor screen at first, oh. and I also assumed with the light around it that there would be a built-in camera somewhere and this would be a device for uh like live streaming right so you, that, can, that you, can, you can plug in a guitar you can plug in a microphone and you have an audio and video interface even if it is even if it was like a mount to hold your existing uh you know smartphone on there to right. use the camera for that and then you mount it in between the light so that the light is shining and you're monitoring with the camera like, and that's actually like kind of an interesting product idea, but this is specifically for females with a female perspective but in mind. Even if it had, even if it had that functionality of being able to use it for uh, live video performances, I right. feel like would it would completely expand that concept and be like, yeah, this is this is for people who you know get done up and and make videos of themselves and do and do performances. That makes more sense. 
all this interface is is it's taking one of their other interfaces 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 is it? and and putting it's putting lipstick on a pig basically <laughs> like it's it's trying to make that something that should be the uh, that should be the the logo or like the mascot of the product is a pig with lipstick it's taking a a basic item that people who are getting into recording is pink want. washing a term when you're like you gender wash it to be it female should, it should be I feel like I've heard that term before or something like it. Like I'm, it is. I haven't heard it. it if that's a term or if I'm just making it up now is pink washing. Right. Or it's like, oh, we have a regular product. Let's throw it in a new case with a d- slightly different look. And it'll be for ladies yeah. when, the, uh, when the other version of it is unisex. Right. And, and that's the thing is, is I feel like. So this whole product could have been completely bypassed. By instead of making a makeup themed product, just make a home decor themed product. Sure. And be like, this can sure. look good on your desktop when you're, you know, you clean up your house for company to come. And over. I think like even trying to make it makeup themed, it already kind of like misses its target because it, again, it's trying to do this whole elegant black diamond thing as if it's for like, you know, when Audrey Hepburn comes home in her heels and little black dress and pearls to record, right? Like this is the interface. Like, but the reality is, is the market for this is it's probably like you just put together the video for it's them. Prob- Steve. That's the, a good pitch. Thank you. Uh, the market for this is probably really like, um, is like teenage girls who want something like kind of fancy and are like. I want it to sit on their desk and it's like an entry level thing. It's this is the market for this. Isn't teenage girls who want to get into recording. The market for this is dads who want to buy something for right. their teenage girl who wants to get into recording. Right. Yeah. And really, that's really, when really their teenage girl just wants a scarlet, you know? Yeah. Or an inbox. I cannot think like I really sat there and thought like, who is the artist who would sponsor this? Who is like if they wanted to get like an artist sponsor? Sure. Like, if if this just went out, if this product went out in, um, so we get these emails from companies every once in a while that's like, oh, confidential, da 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 da, and you know, uh, and it'll be like basically like, who wants in on this? Like, who wants to demo this? Like on the sure hashtag demo guy brag, um, side of it, and and so we kind of have the option. Uh, sometimes like we see stuff like that and. I'm like, hey Ryan, you gonna hit this guy, this company up? And you're like, uh, I don't, I don't really have like an idea of what I do with that. Like, if yeah. it's like a, you know, depending on what kind of pedal it well, is. A lot like, of times it comes down to what well, I think our audience exactly will be excited exactly. About it. So, yeah. so thinking about it from that perspective, like if this product went out to like a bunch of, a bunch of people, like I just can't visualize who the person is who's like, yeah, I'll jump on that. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll jump on that, and not just jump on it. Like, I mean, there's a novelty there. Like, I'm sure there. Are people who would do it for the novelty of it, but I'm saying like I can't think of who's going to sit there and go like, oh yeah, this is a product that I think I could really get behind. Yeah, totally. Like when Earthquaker came out with the Aqueduct, it was like I want that. I'd love to demo that. Yeah. So I hit them up. Like, yeah. and I get one of those to demo, and they obliged. I look at this, and I can't imagine who would be like, I need, I, I want to get my hands on that so I can make content yeah, with it. It's really another thing is weird. like, I mean, I'm sure there are, but. I don't think most people who use makeup, you know, especially, you know, like focusing on women are like, I just love the object of makeup and want to have things that around me that are themed around the object of makeup. They're fans of the use of makeup. 
they're into the actual product of makeup, but they don't need to have things in their life that remind them of makeup, you know? Yeah. Like they're not like buying like, you know, glasses it's, for their for their tableware that looks like lipstick containers it's or something very that, you know? unnecessarily silly. Yeah. It's very unnecessary. It's it's pandering to like a gross it's, level. It's the guitar lamp version of like makeup fandom where it's like guitarists don't want a guitar lamp. They want a guitar. Right. And a lamp. Right. They want the lamp. <laughs> they want the lamp next to the guitar to, to illuminate the guitar. They don't want to look at a lamp that's shaped like a guitar. You yeah. Know? It's a silly product. You got anything else on this? I don't. Let's yeah. move on. All right. Yeah. Let's get into this ad, Steve, and call it a week. Woo! Man, this has been crazy. Uh, this is a, a post I found on the Ugly Guitars group. You should go follow Ugly Guitars because it's just a whole bunch of fun. A guy named uh, Peter? Pior? I think it's just pronounced, probably pronounced Peter. You think that's Peter, but in a weird Russian smelling? Yeah. Peter Reznikov posted this. He said, WTF did I just buy part two? <laughs> so this guy had bought what is basically like a Vox Phantom shaped guitar. Uh, I think it was made by Tysco. Uh, he took the pit guard off of this thing. Maybe I should just read it. No, I'm, I'm going to describe it. He took the pit guard off of this thing and the route for the pit guards has been completely filled in with some sort of like white epoxy. And whoever did this combined two pairs of single coil pickups and included them into this resin pour. So there are four single coils grouped together as two humbuckers, visually humbuckers. Uh-huh. They're not actually humbuckers. <laughs> Do you think they're wired as humbuckers? Uh, It sounds like they're not. It sounds like they're wired as two singles, not humbucking. But they are permanently resined into this guitar. This thing must weigh a ton. And this looks awful. Yeah. It looks just terrible. And it's so sad because I've been wanting a Phantom-style guitar for so long. And to see one be destroyed like this is so sad. I can't think of a way to salvage this. Yeah, I don't like poured like a gallon of epoxy resin into a guitar and permanently like bonded the pickups with the body. It's over for this thing. Game over, man. It's game over, man. So yeah, let me let me see if there's anything to call from this guy's description. Uh, the humbuckers are noisier than any single coils I own humbuckers as in quotes. Yeah. And I was planning to swap them out, but, uh, change of plans, any clue what the previous owner used to seal these pickups into the body or how to remove them. They're locked in place. Edit Dave batter pointed out that these aren't even humbuckers, but rather two single coil coil pickups literally stacked on top of each other. WTF. I am feeling for this dude. I didn't catch the original post. I don't know what he paid for this thing. Uh, But man, that's rough. I guess if you were to remove this resin situation, you'd need to remove the neck, the bridge, and the trim hardware and get a router with a blade you don't care about and a lot of safety gear and literally grind those pickups and the resin out of there. It's so weird. 
Which I, I think like I don't even know if I would try that. I think I might just take the whole thing off and like I don't know, use a heat gun. <laughs> but if, if it's can melt if it. it's epoxy, it's not gonna melt. Ooh. That looks like some sort of like like boat resin. Yeah. It doesn't look like glue or or like you know, a paint or something like that that'll melt. Like resin doesn't melt, it just gets harder. Oh and right. like chips. Like you could chisel it out of there mm. maybe. Uh, and if you were to melt it to get it soft enough to like scrape it out of there, you would be burning. Like if it was plastic, yeah, you, you would be burning plastic and releasing so many fumes. You would not be doing your body good. <laughs> no, this is a grinding situation. I angle grinder. That's what I would do. I would, I would attack the pickups with an angle grinder and have some serious safety gear on. And once the pickups were clear, then I would use a router to clear out however much resin I needed to, to salvage this body. I just would avoid this thing. I, I just, I mean, I don't know. It's I, a wall hanger. Now put the pit guard back on, hang it on the wall. I guess you got to figure like maybe he saw it and thought it looked cool. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, phantom. It's a phantom style. Yeah. Um, and then like, just didn't re- just thought it was like a weird paint job. Yeah. Like, it was like blue and like, somebody's like, Oh, instead of pickup rings, we're going to put this like blue, uh, stuff on there like well here's the thing with a phantom it's like my my uh my hallmark swept wing where the pit guard covers most of the body oh okay, so with the pit right. guard over these pickups you wouldn't see all this cracking resin oh. so this guy just bought this thinking there were humbuckers in it okay and then he took the pit guard off yeah that makes sense i bet i w- i wonder if there's cables coming out of the resin for both pickups and if he could just snip one pickup from each grouping and just have a regular single coil from each grouping and it might kill the hum a little bit. Probably. I mean, if it's really two single coils, I'm sure all the like wiring is done away from the pickups are probably not actually wired together. We can see this group of wiring coming out here and it does look like four wires coming out of the body. So yeah, that would be my recommendation to this guy to snip two of the wires and just call it a two single coil guitar. And that might help with the noise issues might. I mean, you, you're not supposed to submerge pickups in resin. Yeah. Like this is, this is bananas. I wonder if this guy's in Russia because it seems like a total like Russian fix to do to something. (laughs) I gotta. I want to make humbuckers. How do people do that? Oh, just oh, resin it together. Gosh. Fill yeah. the body with resin. We know how to work with resin. So crazy. I feel so bad for this thing. Do <laughs> you have any final notes? No, man. I just I smash it. Yeah. All right. Steve's voice is gone. Big thanks to our sponsors this week, Sinusoid and Flower Petals. Yeah. Go check them out in the links down below. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Multiple foods and beverages to consume on stage. Oh, this is from Jim Bowers. Uh, Ramblin', Ramblin' Six String. Hmm. Uh, Jimmy Rambler, that's what it is. Jimmy Rambler. Uh, what acceptable foods and beverages to consume while on stage? Are there do's and don'ts between slash during songs? Ribs? Wings? Red vines? Doritos? Box wine? <laughs> Box wine. <laughs> nice. Uh, I thought this was fun and we haven't had like a full, like semi off topic topic in a while. And it's not totally off topic. Cause it's talking about like, 
what do you think you could get away with eating on stage while playing? I'm not talking like like someone has a solo and you step into the shadows and start snacking. I'm talking like you're playing. What do you go for for a snack? And some of these, okay. some of these big like touring acts, they play long shows, like four right. hour shows. Right. You gotta have some kind of snack while you're doing. That. I think it all depends on whether or not you have a gimmick. Like it's got to be some kind of gimmick. You think so? Well, I, uh, so it depends. Like I think because you could, you could do anything as a gimmick. I'm not talking about gimmicks because then no. you could get into bands like the Donuts, where like they like eat Twinkies and blow powdered sugar on the audience during the show. Look it up on YouTube. These guys are incredible. Well, so, so what I mean by that is like I'm, I'm talking like like. Something that you could eat while on stage and get away with it without it being a gimmick. Okay. Um, red vines is a yes. I think red vines is a yes. Totally. Um, any licorice. I think anything that's saucy is just straight out. Yeah. Ribs. Come on, man. What? Like, I mean, I guess if they're dry smoke, maybe. Um, but I mean, no, it'd be, it'd have to also, be no one of, wants to watch you eat ribs. It'd, be, it'd have to be the kind of rib where, like, it's so tender you reach to the side, you got a plate of ribs on top of your amp. The tubes are keeping them warm. That's what I'm talking about. You grab a rib. It's already cut for you. It's so tender, you put the whole rib in your mouth, you wrap your lips around it, and the bone just comes out clean. That's You're the gonna only- get so much juice on your fingers, though, dude. You gotta have nah, a dude. fat stack no. of naps. I mean, you get that, some wet wipes. You get that grease on your fingers, and it lubricates your strings. I don't think that's how it works. Gets it all. Slippery. That explains a lot about how when I borrow a guitar from you, the first thing I do is replace the strings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, ribs are a no, no. Anything you're eating off the bone, I don't think so. Uh, wings are a no. Yeah, unless you got unless they're boneless. Pizza wing. is are boneless wings really wings? No, they're nuggets. And then you just if you had a fork though, you could do that. Yeah, you could do nuggets. What about pizza? Pizza, I think it really depends on the pizza. If you're talking like a proper piece of pizza where like the cheese is stretching and dripping and there's like grease on top of it, no. You got to like, you got to have like your hand fully into like controlling that pie as it goes in your mouth. Uh, And you need that hand for playing. The kind of pizza you could eat on stage is like... You get the big sheet pizza that's cut into squares. Remember when Little Caesars had the Bigfoot cut into squares? You let oh, it, yeah. You let it get kind of cold. This is like back room, like like green room cold pizza that's been sitting out a while. You're playing. You grab a slice. You just shove it in your mouth, and you like pull it into your mouth while you're chewing it so your hands are free to play. Like You could do that. Did I ever tell you about how I would eat pizza in the outfield while playing kickball like a year ago? A year ago you were doing this? Adult kickball. That's incredible. That makes me want to play adult kickball and eat pizza at the same time. I would also drink seven beers during a kickball game. Oh my gosh. Dude. Not always. How would you still be on your feet and playing? That's Just incredible. a magical human being. <laughs> That's it. It's magic? Yeah. Magnets. <laughs> um... Oh, don't listen to scientists. They're all liars anyways. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of... I think any kind of like in-your-hand snack food. When I was thinking about gimmick foods, I was thinking about like, you know, if Blink-182 um, ate M&Ms during their show like that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Like you me, right? grab grab a fistful of like loose candy and you can shove it in your mouth and chew on it. Man, I could... If I'm playing a show, I could go like for if Five Iron Frenzy ate mayonnaise tacos during their shows. Oh, what the hell is that a thing? They had a sh- song called Mayonnaise Taco. Oh, that's foul. <laughs> Disgusting, dude. <laughs> I could see eating a, like a like a clean hot dog, not like a messy, heavy with toppings hot dog. But you got a hot dog, 
sitting on top of your amp. Once again, the tubes are keeping it warm. And when you have a few uh, uh, beats where you're not playing, you grab it, you take a bite, you put it back down. What kind of what kind of uh, you know like it sounds this stuff how, sounds how does like it, how weird. Does it, it's like it's no it's no thing for like some like band player to pick up a drink and take a swig right during right. a song. Do you think it's easier to eat during a song or in between songs? In between songs, it's almost harder because there's things you have to be doing in between the song right like you got to be changing your effects you're probably tuning in between songs like during a song especially if it's a song where you know the parts and you know what's coming up and you can time yourself it's probably even it's probably easier Mm. is what i'm saying like you know that there's a like a bass solo coming up and you're gonna be like yeah i just barely lay back while a bassist does his thing right like that's snack time. That's solid snack time. Um, the more I think about it, man, like Red Vines is has got to be like I think that's the, the top. best. I think that's the tops because you, you you just grab it real quick, you put it in your mouth, and you can kind of slowly put it into your mouth, like pull it into your mouth, like Lady in the Tramp style. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's gonna look kind of fun. Like the audience is gonna be into it. They're gonna be like, I wish I had a Red Vine. Yeah. And plus, you bite the other end off, you can use it as a straw for your drink. <laughs> you know, I just now remember that. that's the thing that <laughs> I used to do when I was a kid. And now I'm thinking, oh my God. what hard liquor can I drink with a red vine and have it work? Vodka? Vodka and red vines would work. But uh, I'm also thinking like some kind of like brown liquor that's... I don't know, man. Cheap but smooth, you know? Like some sort of scotch or whiskey through a red vine. It's got to be kind of good. Cause then you're doing I like think the, if you're going to go brown liquor, it's probably you're probably leaning more on the rum side. Yeah, with rum would work. Rum and a red vine? Rum vines? I think we just invented a new cocktail, Steve, and it's all just <laughs> one hard liquor and a candy straw. You know, I've been, I've, been, I've been struggling to... Uh, develop my contribution to the youtube channel but i think i just found it oh my gosh <laughs> garbage cocktails yeah. hey guys this uh this is steve with 60 cycle hub today i'm going to be eating red vines and drinking rum <laughs> there's got to be some other food that would be super good i think if you're going to go mexican food i mean i made that video of the the burrito holder but that's a joke there is no i can't think of a single mexican food that you could eat during a show Rolled tacos uh, yeah, but I not the guess. kind that not the kind that are covered in guac and cheese and sour cream. They got to just be kind of clean. Just be clean, and you got to dip it. You got to dip it into whatever you want, and then that dip just all goes in your mouth. What there, is there any food that you can incorporate into your playing? Like you use it to pluck the strings. Doritos, with, Doritos. You pluck the strings with Doritos. It doesn't get any more extreme than that. <laughs> you got to make those strings cheesier. <laughs> Get that dust everywhere. You want that cool tone? What about nothing's cooler than cooler ranch Doritos? What about sushi? Like you, if you're good with chopsticks, you grab that sushi real quick. You just throw a single piece in your mouth, and you're just straight chewing. I think you can only eat sushi during a show if if, if you're in a vapors cover band. <sighs> sure, sure, okay. <laughs> or a Yoko Ono, cover or you're band. Japanese, or you're actually Japanese, or you're just a big sushi fan because you like that sweet, sweet sushi. Do you think playing without a pilot could do that? Since Brian Gower is a weeaboo, I guess what's a weeaboo? 
It's complicated. Okay, let's not get into it if it's that complicated. (laughs) That was probably really mean. It was probably pretty bad. If I knew what it meant, I could tell you how bad it is. Um, All right. Well, I'm sure our listeners will Google it. I'm guessing that it's like a a mixed Asian sort of thing. No, it's it's a term for like white people who want to be Asian. Oh, okay. Well, you can you can talk about that because you're half Asian. That's true. I am. No, Ryan's just really into anime. Uh, yeah, weeaboo is defined as a non-Japanese person who basically denounces their own culture and calls themselves Japanese. So that's that's not actually Brian. I just like to make right, right, right. I just like to make fun of him because that's kind of how it seems like it happens. All right, this yeah. last ad was sent by Ryan Bales. He left a comment. I wonder if these would work as one of those guitar triller things. This is in the Marion County buy sell trade. <laughs> Raccoon penile ivory. <laughs> I have seven, three bucks a piece or $20 for all of them. <laughs> so some animals have a little literal bone in their boner. Uh, I think walruses have them. And obviously raccoons have them. They have an actual bone in their penis. And apparently this guy collects them. Which is, is that normal? Do people collect raccoon boners? <laughs> I don't know anything about Marion County, Marion. This is Marion, is that the Ohio, raccoon apparently. raccoon boner capital of America? <laughs> oh man! Well, so the first one, the guy gives you like a size compare. The picture, he, you know, he wants to give you a size comparison. So he's which got, I don't think is fair to the he's raccoons. Got a big lighter uh, <laughs> next to it, and it's a Playboy big logo, big lighter. Do you think? I mean, as far as the scale of raccoons go, do you think these are, are big uh, penis bones? you think these are something to write home about? <laughs> or is this, I mean, the, he's, I just he's know got them arranged, like, smallest to largest, which yeah, I, I also just, think is kind of humiliating. I just wanted to know if you thought this would be functional as a guitar triller. Oh, 100%. You could definitely trill with these. It'd probably be way more interesting than trilling with the actual triller. Yeah, it'd probably give you better tone because oh, it's bone. Yeah, get that bone tone. Yeah, There's just, the title of the episode got right a, there. You got a bone nut. You got a you got a <laughs> bone bridge. Bo- bone down. And then uh, you got a bone triller. Yeah, bone, he's got to move this ad to the guitar section for sure. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't really. <laughs> I would. I, I got would, nothing. If I was going to go down this road, I'd, if I was going to go down this road, I'd probably want to track down uh, penile bones from bigger animals and uh, just get them a little bigger. I think they look a little bit too small to have the mass to trill really well. Like this well, is it's more really like, going to come down to that density. Yeah, you need a little bit more weight in your penis bone if you're going to trill with it. Um, you know, if there, if like an animal, like maybe like a, like a pig, like if there was a big pig that had a, a penis bone that was bigger, that would have the mass. I feel like a walrus penis bone would be way too big, um, but something kind of in between there. Like where it's kind of like the size of like a, a pork rib, you know what I mean? Get, just get a little bit bigger, and you're ha- going to have the mass behind it to really get your bounces off the string and really move that string with your uh, with your with your penis bone, with your dick bone is what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so is, this yeah. sort of thing, is this sort of thing where like 
if you were in the position where you could become like a famous musician and you used one of these, it would be the stuff of legend. It'd be like, sure. In sure. This, this one, is, in that this is song, Brian, Brian May using a pence. Yeah. It, in that one song, when he plays that solo where it just sounds really crazy, he's using a raccoon's penis bone. Did you know raccoons have bones in their penis? It's true. <laughs> and he uses it to play guitar. You got to have that raccoon boner tone <laughs> if you want to nail that guitar part. Can we, can we buy this and send it to John Mayer and he can start using them? Like, this is the next thing, dude. Get him so popular. Soon, the raccoon population in America is going to be decimated. I mean, everyone's, you can, you can jump onto the Marion County buy, sell, trade, and see if they're still available. $20 for I all of them. I don't think you can harvest these without killing a raccoon, right? Probably not. And what if you catch a lady raccoon and you don't know it, and you're like, dang it, this one doesn't have the uh, the tone boner. In. I need that tone boner bone. <laughs> this has been our best ad in a long time steve don't waste this this is our golden moment <laughs> i feel like you've hit like all of the uh the puns here hit, hit me with another uh, uh penis pun steve i mean here's the thing okay so you had a triller right yeah and we know what the learning curve is on that uh what <laughs> i want to know have a bigger curve what i want to know is uh is how how hard would it be to learn with this <laughs> <laughs> there's do, you, a, do you think do you think there's, there's a pretty stiff learning curve steve yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely you know I'm lot, spend a lot of time hands-on with these but hey when uh whenever you need to put it away you can just stick it in there yeah just stick it slide it in your pocket all right, I think I'm all out. I don't think we have anything better to speaking say speaking of wild animals raccoon, let's, uh... raccoon phalluses are you, are you done? <laughs> Remember when you told me this was going to be a shorter episode? I know. I wish it was and shorter. And then it was a longer episode. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, I guess we're going to thank our sponsors now. Yeah. Uh, thanks for enduring all this penis talk about raccoon penises. Um, big thanks to Sinusoid. Uh, when it comes to raccoon penises, they have nothing to do with them. Instead of raccoon penises, they deal with cables. really exceptional guitar cables and other kinds of cables. You could get like an IC cable made for... Uh, there for it is. I found it. Horses. This was sent to us by Cameron. Uh, how do you say his last name? I think it's Barami. Cameron Barami. And the moment I saw this ad, I had to talk about it. I just had to cover this thing. Uh, it says... I think this is on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. It says Fender Guitar in Houston, Texas for $250. We're looking at basically a silver Telecaster here with a bunch of extra appointments to it. I mean, uh, I'm not going to say the first thing that catches my eye. I'm going to start with the second thing and work through like the fourth and fifth thing that catches okay. my eye. And then we'll save the last, the good stuff for last. It's got the uh, aftermarket hardware on it, like the, the bridge and the, uh, the control plate that have like a filigree etched into it so it's like black hardware with like a gold filigree across yeah. the whole thing oh that's cool and then it's got a black uh mother toilet seat pick guard uh-huh. i don't really like the look so far of all this stuff it has a guitar pick holder um double that's, sticky taped to the that's upper so horn if you drop your guitar pick you got one right there yeah it has rainbow guitar strings on it uh-huh i think it's missing the high e 
No, like, it's just really thin. Oh yeah, I can see it. It's, it's like, like a it's very like a, light pink. Yeah. But yeah, you've got neon pink, neon yellow, some sort of blue, a neon red, green, and then back to pink. Uh, you know the strings. There's like these packs of strings you can get that are all sorts of crazy colors. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm not even to the main thing yet. It has a aftermarket Fender uh, neck plate on it. Yeah, I was trying Fender, to read what that says. It's kind of hard something, to make out. I think it says 64 or 84. Jerry Jones Jerry Telecaster. Jones Telecaster? Like, what is going on here I'm a little that? confused because the seller's name is also Jerry Jones. Also, the, the paint, on the silver paint on this. Yeah, it's got to be a, uh, it's got to be like a custom neck plate he had made for him. The guy who modified this guitar. Um, right. The paint looks really bad on the back. The silver paint looks like it's definitely a home job that someone did. But let's get into the main thing about this guitar. Uh-huh. On the front and on the back, there are pictures of horse faces, like carved into the body, like with a Dremel, and not in like a very good way. Yeah, it's a very bizarre style. And then like filled in with a sharpie. <laughs> yeah, filled in with <coughs> some sort of black paint in the re- in the carved out relief, and then this really bright blue paint around the horse's head yeah which is bizarre it's so bizarre this art i don't know what to make of it and the horse on the front looks really bad really really bad like the person just completely botched so much of this artistically do you think it looks better or worse than the horses on the back i'd say that the main horse on the back kind of looks better but still really, really bad. And then there's a secondary horse on the back, also really bad, but smaller. And all three of these horses are in these like really odd shaped circles, like blobby circles. Yeah. Like they're looking through a window. Do you think any of these horses were on any famous TV shows back in the 90s? I have no idea what you're getting at. Uh, Just a thought. Why is that a thought you're having? It's just a thought that I had, Ryan. <laughs> so, there's no backstory here. We don't know why there's horses on these guitars. My question is, why after doing one horse and seeing how good it didn't look, <laughs> this person said, you know what this guitar needs is two more horses that look about the same. you think the they same. did the back horses or the front horse first? I hope they did the back horse is first and then said, I've got it down now. I think I can do the front horse better and then still didn't do it good. <laughs> I can't even describe why these horses are bad. Just look at the pictures in the episode description. They just look like they're drawn by like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it's very Napoleon Dynamite. Like it's, it's like... It's like Napoleon Dynamite drew it and then someone attacked it with a Dremel, and it was their first time ever yeah. using a Dremel. Yeah, so it's like, oh, you've been taking like art classes, and you're trying to do ultra-realistic, but you're just not there. That's the style. This is very far away from ultra-realistic. Well, but it's that- like, it, yeah, the, I guess the anatomy is there. These aren't cartoony horses. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's what they're going for. It's just not what they're getting. Yeah. Just like Napoleon The Donald. one on the front... What would you, how would you describe the personality of the horse in the front? Emo. It's definitely an emo horse. Like the sad eyes, 
the the swinging bangs. Yeah, no, that swoop bang, man. Like his head is down. He's just mopey and like, well, I guess I'm a horse on a guitar. Poor I guy. Ne- I never thought my life would turn out to be so awful. Being a <laughs> horse on a guitar, boo-hoo. This thing is just a disaster. Boo freaking who? Now here's, I mean, this is a question we have to ask. We don't have a shot of the headstock, do we? No. Let's assume this is an American Telecaster. Okay. 250 bucks, do you go buy it? Yeah, for if it was an American. Even with his, this horse mangled situation? Dude, I would... Uh, an American Telecaster neck is probably That's true. 200 bucks by itself. That's true. Just flip the neck and then... Man, I don't even and know. Those, to... those filigree parts, I bet someone on Reverb would spend on those. Yeah, yeah, you can flip the parts. You can sell the pickups. Yeah, you're right. There's there's flip potential here for 200 bucks, But that body's toast, right? Yeah. You would have to really sand this thing down, like really down to save this body. I guess maybe you could do some kind of Bondo thing. <laughs> but, man, that's a rough save. Yeah, it, it's, it depends on... Um... It depends on what what how deep it really is. If it just looks deeper than it is because it's kind of like darkened in, or is it that dark because it it's looks so really deep. deep? The carves look really deep to me. Like someone used the big Dremel tool on this. <laughs> yeah, I guess two fifty is fair. This person's not, you know, if we uh, that's assuming this is American. This could be Mexican. This could be Squire. We don't know. He just says it's a Fender guitar. Um, so assuming it's an American Telecaster, yeah, that price is fair. If it's anything less than that, man, I, I don't know. Would you pay two fifty for a Mexican? No. no, I wouldn't pay two fifty for this if it was Mexican or anything less than that. All right, let's uh, let's tackle the first topic. Yeah.